Dropbit Gaming. Hello everyone, <laughs> episode 43, <laughs> Dropbag Gaming Podcast. Uh, it's a, we got a cracker of an episode this week, this, what is it, Fortnite, do we do them? Whatever. Yeah. This episode, massive, huge, so huge that we lost two people and it's just me and Susie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Hooray. <laughs> it's the A, the A team, we've got the A team on. <laughs> yeah. Totes. What have you been up to? Um, yeah, about the usual. That yeah, it hasn't been too exciting actually. Um, yes. Sorry. <laughs> I, I seem Gripping. to live vicariously through Lucas and Tim. Unfortunately. Uh, man, Lucas doesn't do anything. Yeah, he's but- boring. You know, at least I can, when he says he hasn't done anything because he's been too busy, it's like, oh, yeah, me too. You know, something in common. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, uh, we just hit, uh, hold on, let me do a refresh here. We've just hit um, 409 likes on the Dropbow Gaming Facebook page. Yay. So that's going well. Um, I'm probably thinking we're going to hit 500 in the next week or two so i potentially have some games to give away Ooh! but uh more details are to come um if you're listening to this and we're already over 500 and i haven't given away any games just relax guys just relax (laughs) there will there will be prizes and giveaways and crap so just calm your farms (laughs) okay Right. <laughs> anyway, so I haven't been up to much either. I've been working. I'm back on four-day weeks now, so no more overtime, which means no more money to waste on fucking crazy collector's editions like this Bioshock Infinite one I've got sitting here. Although it is pretty cool. There's a big metal bird, songbird. For those of you who know what the fuck I'm talking about, congratulations. <laughs> a metal bird. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Basically, Bioshock Infinite, there's a character named Elizabeth. She's a chick Uh in it. And she's trapped in this tower, and there's this thing called the Songbird that is a giant mechanical bird that is kind of programmed with 1912 um, electronics, which is not a thing. Right. I don't know how it works. Anyway, basically, it's designed to protect her and keep her locked in the tower. And if anyone tries to take her out, it fucks them right up. Right. So I have this um, little statue of him, which is cool. And I have an Elizabeth statue as well, a figurine, seven-inch yep. figurine, which I'm going to stand right next to him because that's what you do, right? Dioramas all the way. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, um, yeah, less money, more time, which potentially means more gaming, which is good. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'd like more time and I guess more money as well. Um, it's not much of it. I've been, I've kind of committed the ultimate sim of gaming, or where I'm not really doing a lot of gaming. Um, I'm still playing a lot of Path Picks on my Android, um, 
And when I say Android, I mean both mobile and tablet so that when the phone's on the charger, I can go and play it on the tablet. <laughs> um, I don't even know what that is. What game, What is it called? Pathpix. Um, Pathpix. Yeah, it's where you basically, it's sort of like a puzzle type game where you get, it's like a join the dots with numbers. So to draw a line um, of a particular color, it will have numbers, like say it has seven. The same color with a seven is close by and you use the grid and it's seven spaces away and it draws a picture. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually it gets, well, I'm up to one of the puzzles and it's got something like 17 spaces in between. Um, more or less the last puzzle of... Um, uh, Pathpick's joy is the Mona Lisa, pretty much. So um, it's sort of it's kind of challenging, like Sudoku is in a way. But I suck at Sudoku. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm probably not this game for. Well, it's more or less a similar concept, really. It's a um, you know process of elimination, really. But when you have say five the like the number five and it's red and there's 12 of them really close to each other that's when it gets a little bit (laughs) sort of challenging so you're sort of tapping away drawing lines and everything and then you'll find there'll be sort of two little grids next to each other that are that are wrong and something's wrong and it's like fuck so (laughs) backtrack (laughs) or just close it and give up well which is my strategy yeah, so I've I've probably spent more time doing that um, and building lots of Gundams. So, so path yeah. picks, is that one word or what? Yeah, P-A-T-H-P-I-X. All right, there you go. Listeners, mm-hmm. if you want to, if you like that kind of thing, go ahead and play it. Well, on the Android store, and they're not very expensive either to buy um, to buy from, so I think they're like two dollars a game, and you, there's over a hundred puzzles per in game. each one. Yeah. Um, so there's Path Picks Joy, Zen, uh, I think just normal Path Picks, um, but there is a light version, so you can try it out and see if it's your thing. Well, there you go. Um, and building Gundams, yeah, which you both you and Tim post about. Almost constantly on Instagram. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but they're fantastic. <laughs> oh, well. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, that's um, what game, like I said, I've been playing Bioshock Infinite, and that's about it. All Easter weekend, I was like, you know what? I'm going to play so many fucking games over this weekend. I'm not doing anything. Normally, I go camping. I was like, I'm going to play a bunch of games. I took Thursday off because. I was highly sick and couldn't go to work, <clears throat> hungover, <clears throat> and um, <laughs> so I couldn't play Bioshock on Thursday either because I could barely look at my TV screen without feeling like I wanted to run to the bathroom and just uh, eject. You don't, you don't need to, no, that's yeah. okay. <laughs> no. Anyway, uh, so Friday, I knocked over Bioshock Infinite on Friday, and then I was like, well, now, fuck, I've got Saturday, Sunday, Monday left. What games do I play? And I look at this pile. And I've got God of War Ascension, Tomb Raider for the multiplayer because I still need to play the multiplayer a bit, and Nino Cooney, which is fucking awesome, by the way. I 
pretty sure I've already mentioned it on the podcast, but it's awesome. And, um, I don't know, a bunch of other stuff, plus all my PS Plus games. I've got all these games. And I was just looking at them, and I was like, I just want to play Bioshock again. So I was looking at the Bioshock Infinite stuff, and there's a season pass, and you Mm -hmm. get this thing with it. Like, um, So the season pass, obviously, is like all other season passes. You get all the upcoming DLC for a little bit cheaper if you pre-purchase it. Yep. Except that the Bioshock Infinite one also throws in an instant bonus as soon as you buy it. Instant, right, in quotation marks. Which is a bunch of um, items that you get, like um, boosts for your health and stuff like that, which I want to play through it again on 1999 mode, which is like the ultra hard mode, Mm -hmm. where if you die, it costs you extra money. And if you die and you don't have enough money, it boots you back to the main menu so you have to restart from the last checkpoint and um ammo is a heaps rarer and the monsters are way harder to kill and all that kind of stuff so it's like super hard but you need to do it to get the platinum trophy so that's what i want to do because the game is fucking awesome and i was like well if i get this season pass not only will i get the dlc which is um the dlc in bioshock infinite it's going to be because the story itself is kind of um enclosed like you can't really um it's it's like it's a story from start to finish there's no way to kind of add to it using the characters in the game so what it does what what their plan is for the dlc is new characters in the world of columbia okay so completely unrelated to the main story but allowing players to you know do more missions and adventures and crap in that universe because it's a fucking awesome universe. And um, so I was like, well, I want the free stuff before I play the super hard mode, the instant bonus stuff, because it'll make it heaps easier for me and it's going to be hard as fuck. So I went to do it. I bought it and then I go into the game and I go like get the free stuff and it pops up with an error. And so I checked Twitter and Irrational Games are like, oh, yeah, we know there's a problem. We're working with our partners at Sony to fix it as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. That was on Saturday. Fair enough, Easter weekend. Uh, the problem was finally fixed today. Okay. So I was sitting there all weekend, turn on Bioshock Infinite, check to see if it's fixed. It's not fixed. Turn it off, look at my pile of games. Mm-hmm. Nothing interests me. Turn PS3 off. <laughs> Yeah. repeat every half an hour so that was fucking awesome but I did play some Battlefield 3 on my PC which yep. is fu- fucking awesome and Gamefly in America right you know Gamefly you heard of Gamefly yes they have um, digital downloads that you can buy on their page if you're an American citizen and they send you Steam codes yep. which are region free so why the fuck only allow people from America to buy it I don't know they had a bundle for Spec Ops The Line yeah. and The Darkness 2 for oh, yeah. five bucks US wow. dollars, five US dollars. So I was like, someone posted on Twitter and I saw it and I was like, sweet, I'm going to get that. And it wouldn't let me. So then I was on Skype trying to find a friend in America who was awake <laughs> to get it for me and I got it. So that was awesome. And it was less than five bucks because the Australian dollar is worth more than the US dollar. Sweet. So, that's, always, that's always a bonus. That's why I love the dollar sometimes when it's good like that. Mm. 
pretty good. So, yeah, I mean, I'm always... I'm keen to play through Spec Ops The Line again because that game's sick. So, five bucks. I mean, it's fucking 30. I think um, PlayStation are running a, a thing called Egg Hunt where they're putting out a new deal every two days for Easter. Yeah. Um, and um, the, the latest one is Duke Nukem Forever and Spec Ops The Line in a bundle for like fucking 30 bucks. I'm like, I just got it for five bucks. And <laughs> you would have to pay me five bucks to make me play Duke Nukem Forever. So. Only five. You're, a ch- <laughs> you're pretty cheap. Well, I mean, it depends. <laughs> if I'm not busy, you know, pay me five bucks. <laughs> I didn't say how long I'm going to play it for. <laughs> Just boot it. <laughs> anyway, we should probably get on on topic here, or mm-hmm. find a topic and get on it. <laughs> um, that was a good chat, though. Um, yeah. So to start off, pretty sad news today. Actually, yeah, we'll start with this. Well, you know, King's Quest. Do you ever play King's Quest? I did play King's Quest. Yes. Um, Telltale Games, the guys who made. Uh, the Walking, Walking Dead, Dead game yeah. and the Back to the Future game and all that. They got the rights to make a new King's Quest game. I, back yes. And as of today, they've announced that they're not going to do it and <gasps> the, the rights to the franchise are going back to Activision. So that's pretty Aww. funny because both Activision and Telltale made Walking Dead games and one made a really good one and one made a really shit one. Yeah. So that's kind of a shame, but... Uh, Anyway, that's sad news number one. Just so, that. uh, that's yeah. I I really wanted Telltale to do something with it, um, because I actually did buy King's Quest again. I haven't played it yet, but um, I got it really cheap from GOG.com, yeah. and um, I was really looking forward to seeing um a new one in the franchise, but yeah. I'm wondering, hmm. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's the kind of game that maybe is better left untouched. Alone. Yeah, it could be. Um, no, I don't know. It's been a long time since. Um, I mean, how I was fairly. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, pretty young. I don't think that. I am. Um, we had Windows ninety five when I was playing it. <laughs> Let's have a look. King's Quest Googled. It was on the um, SNES, I think, at one stage. Yeah, 92, King's Quest 5 in yeah. 92, right? King's Quest, Quest 1 came out in 84. <laughs> 1984. <laughs> so that's pretty old. So the last one that came out was King's Quest Mask of Eternia, which was uh, aka King's Quest 8, 1998. And before that was 94, so pretty bloody long time ago. Mm. But, um, oh, well. I don't know, because games like that, I mean, it's they, I vaguely remember it being an awesome game, but I remember a lot of games being awesome, and if I played them again now, it's like highly fucking frustrating because we're used to games the way they are now sort of thing in terms of c- controlling and everything like that. Sure, yeah. I guess so. Um, so DuckTales, the DuckTales SNES game was announced to be that they're remaking it, Capcom. Yeah, I saw that the other day. Um, but I suppose because I didn't actually play um, 
any of the original, it's not really. Yeah, I mean, I remember the cartoon. I never yes. played the game, but the no. way, like the amount of people blowing up, like going, "Oh my god, this is amazing! I can't wait for Ducktales." It's like. Yeah, I mean, I missed the boat on that enthusiasm. I, I saw a lot of people were really excited about it, and it was like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I think they might just be caught up in nostalgia. But then again, Probably, yeah, certain things can last the test of time, but a lot mm. can't in the terms in terms of gaming sort of thing. So whatever, we'll see. Anyway, <laughs> bad news number two. LucasArts closed down by Disney. Yes. Um, well, there's some games that I played back in the day. I remember having a boxed set of um, of LucasArts games that were probably one of the first lot of games that I ever owned or going back to almost being some of the first games that I owned. Mm. I definitely played them fucking heaps. But uh, it's been a while since they did anything. Yeah, it's 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 been a while. Um, I mean, I know a lot of people talk about um, the Secret of Monkey Island, and that's probably the most recent LucasArts game that I've actually looked at because I did have uh, the LucasArts pack, but it was different to yours. That were mostly Star Wars titles. That that's what you had. Was it? Because yeah. mine was um, Day of the Tentacle, um, Indiana Jones and Atlantis, and um, I think it did actually have X-Wing vs. TIE Fighter as well, and I think it had a shareware Dark Forces. <laughs> so, um, you know, it was um, it was pretty cool, but... Um, I've, I don't know, like, I, I had the suspicion it was going to happen when Disney bought it a few months ago. I thought, I have a feeling that, you know, Disney, uh, LucasArts, as we know it, as a, you know, a publisher and a developer is probably just going to go away because I, I, the way I look at it, if they're getting, a, you know, a new instalment made of, of the Star Wars movies, that's probably going to be their bread and butter, mate, basically. I don't think mm. games are going to get a second a second glimpse. So It's hmm. a lot easier to license stuff out anyway because that's what they've said. They're going to focus more on licensing the, game, the franchise out for games rather than doing them with an in-house studio. Yeah. Which, I mean, it, it takes away the... Um, the risk factor to a point because you put the risk and the responsibility all on the developer that you outsource to. So it's like you say to them, here's your deadline, here's the game we want. The problem with that is, as is the problem with a lot of licensed games, is that they kind of suck because you force them to to build the game in that window, whether it's ready or not sort of thing. You've got to ship. So... Yeah. Oh, well. I, I thought it was quite sad, mainly because it's probably one of the more... There was there was always a, a distinctive feel about a LucasArts game. I don't know if you ever experienced that, but just with you know, the little person and the eye and... Yeah. <laughs> there was just something about it that 
made it so different. Because, you know, when I, well, particularly with Day of the Tentacle and Sam and Max and games like that, at the time, most of the other games had the Apogee branding. So it was sort of like the new kid I remember seeing. So. Oh, man, yeah. Apogee games are great. Yeah. Oh, sorry, we're supposed to be mourning LucasArts here. My bad. <laughs> I was just thinking of... Damn Andy you! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. I mean, 21 years, I believe, they were around for. Yeah. 21? Good, like, good innings, though. Um, oh, yeah, is, solid effort. It's just, I, I don't know, I guess it's a bit, it's a little bit sad for me. I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of other people feeling it too. You don't have a heart, Matt. <laughs> oh my bad. Thirty-one years they've been around, not twenty-one. So that's a pretty long time. Jeez. I feel bad, but you know, these Them things happen. Breaks, you know? Welcome to Disney. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. They um. They. I vaguely remember Disney licensing a bunch of games to THQ, and we all saw what happened to those bastards. I'm not if... saying I'm not saying it was Disney's fault. <laughs> that was just um, bad management. Disney buy say Bethesda. I'm going to start a petition on Change.org. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they shut down Bethesda and just make movies about Skyrim. Oh yuck. <laughs> That'd be. I mean, they could save on dialogue, because you know, just everyone says I was an adventurer like you once. <laughs> Jeez, that's that. I have not heard that for a, a good six months. It'd be a bit of a boring movie to watch. <laughs> I don't think it would be. Maybe you could, because then you could have spin-off movies about the backstory of how each guard happened to get an arrow in his knee. I mean, that'd get old after, say, you know, four or five. I think but it'd be better as a made-for-TV movie. <laughs> yeah, but the thing with, well, you could do it as an animated series and then, like, force in some, you know, morality issues like obesity and, um, you know, throwing out childhood toys. What else did Disney do? There was a thing about um, loving yourself for who you are and not wanting to not be a mermaid. <laughs> I don't know how that goes with guards and arrows. How do I leave this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, fucking and there's Disney. always too much. Like, Can you imagine all the singing? It's like the Skyrim singing. Actually, you know what? That shit would go viral. And people would love it. <laughs> Skyrim the musical. I'm. Pro- I'd say. I dare say there's already Skyrim the musical on the net somewhere. Probably, but they could sing their way to explain how they actually got that bloody arrow in the knee. There you go. That would. I mean, that could be what they play during the intermission while everyone goes to the toilet. <laughs> Alan Menken, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> We're always, oh, we were talking about LucasArts and Disney. Oh, Sorry. Well. Yeah, so, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, it's expensive to make AAA games, and they sometimes fucking don't work good. Mm. But I'm pretty sure that uh, 
a certain company licensed out the Aliens franchise recently, and that didn't work out too well for them with Colonial Marines. So yeah, I, there was a lot. There was more negative than good that I was reading from other people who were actually playing it. So um, I think I know of one person who enjoyed it. Yeah. I heard you I'd... can run through it in four hours. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, no, you what? So you know someone who enjoyed it? One person. What yeah. did they enjoy about it? Um, I think because they, they enjoy the um, the whole alien uh, universe. Oh, um, yeah. It was a question I asked on Twitter because you know, I didn't – I wasn't interested in playing the game um, personally – um, and I, because I saw so much stuff, I, I said, can someone tell me why it's so bad? And, um, I had a lot of people who, who did say they were fans of the whole alien franchise and predator and, and all that sort of a thing. And they said how much it disappointed them. But yeah, only one person basically said they were enjoying it. So it was a bit of a, bit of a thing. Um, but you know me, like I, when, I want to know why people hate something so much. I want them to, I guess, emphasize on it and give me a good explanation why because mm. I don't like hearing, oh, because it's shit. Is that, <laughs> I'm sorry, use that muscle in your head. Tell me why it's bad. Um, you know, even if you don't like it because it didn't make you breakfast, that's still fine. You're still giving me an... Mm. You know, an elaborate answer and thinking critically about why you do or don't like something. Yeah. So most of the people who said they didn't like it were able to, to back it up and, you know, whether it was about, you know, dynamic of play or um, enjoyment, you know, that was another thing. But, yeah. yeah, only one person said they liked it. Yeah. I heard a lot about bugs in it. Like the fact that it kind of played like an alpha build of a game, sort of thing, like rushed, right. rushed out and stuff like that, and um, just animation issues and things like that. Yeah. Okay. So things, the kind of things that would be polished in a AAA game, you would think, if it was given an extra like six months, say in the in the development cycle. Yeah. To sort those things out, but you know these things happen. A lot of games you find like you could get a game and really enjoy it but you could still see things in it that you know signs of things that could have been in it if they'd had more time sort of thing or things that could be better if they'd had that little little extra amount of time to polish it up but you can see you know they had a a, a deadline to put it out and they needed to you know trim the fat I guess is it really – I mean, I know when we see like a trailer for a new game that's coming out or after a you know a convention or something and they show, you know, or announce a game and they say it will be out by this time. Like even if they say, you know, Q3 or something without even a specific date. But do you think that sometimes games are just too rushed and they make the commitment to get it finished by a certain date, but there are just that many problems with it that – it would have been better just to say uh, yeah, within push the next it back. two years and any time in that point so that they can really QA the hell out of it <clears throat> to make sure that it's it's good so that you don't get all this um, 
anticipation and people being so excited um <clears throat> home front and you know then play it and it's just friggin horrendous i think a lot of the time it comes down to who's publishing it and how much money they can spare because the, every you know say you've got a team of 80 people working on a game for every month that you delay that's an extra month of 80 people's wages and if they're working crunch time they're working long hours which they'll expect to be paid for and a lot of the time i guess i've heard of of sort of agreements where it's like i know they did with la noir which i'm not sure if the people ended up getting paid or not because they went out of business obviously Mm. but the whole this whole agreement where it was like you do the crunch time now and we'll pay you your base salary and then we'll give you a bonus when the game's on sale sort of thing to make up for the all the overtime that you did Mm. but um the point is you know it's pretty expensive it's an expensive business building a game and for every delay it's going to cost a lot more money like bioshock infinite got delayed three times and everyone's like oh when's this game going to come out and it's like well it's not out yet what about like gta 5 was originally going to be sort of mid-year like they usually rockstar usually put out their games around may Mm -hmm. and so everyone expected it to be may and then they announced the release date and it's september because they were like you know we've unfortunately had to push back the date because we want to polish the game and have it up to our standards mm-hmm. and with with companies like 2K and um and Rockstar they have them kind of potentially have the money or the faith in the brand to be able to say okay we can afford to foot the bill for it to be delayed a little bit but then other things like maybe I mean EA and Activision are fucking big and they got lots of money but the reason they're rich is because they don't necessarily take too many chances, I guess. I mean, they mm. take chances like Mirror's Edge and all that kind of thing. But um, like you look at Activision, they bring out a Call of Duty every year. It's a safe bet. It's a good way to make a lot of money. Mm. But you can even see bugs in them. But the they like have a think of that, Call of Duty games you have a deadline to have the game out by November each year or whatever, yeah. right? It, what happens if it's buggy? Tough shit, put it out. We're not fucking delaying it. Yeah. Because everyone expects a Call of Duty game to be out on this date. Same with FIFA. FIFA 13 was a fucking mess when it first came out. It was buggy as People were getting, like, loops in the fucking menus and shit, not being able to enter matches and stuff and getting in the game and the ball not being visible. <laughs> like, like it's there. I'm sorry, but that's <laughs> yeah. Fuck, my mate Corey was telling me he plays it. He hasn't patched it yet because his Xbox isn't online. And right. <laughs> he played he played a game the other day. the The ball was invisible, but you you'd know where it is because of how the animations of the players react. <laughs> and you he's he won the game one nil. <laughs> I'm like, how the fuck did you do that? He's like, just skill, bro. I'm like. What the hell, dude? So, there is no ball. <laughs> yeah, there's no ball, but he managed to score a goal and win the game. So that's what I mean. Like, FIFA's a game where it's like, if it's not out, I think they usually come out around October. It's like, if it's not done, and we're putting it out. <laughs> you know, so you better fucking have it done, and then we'll patch it later. Yeah, I don't know. Um, 
I don't know if if it's just sort of one of those things that keeps. I, would you rather have? And I guess this is the thing. Would you rather have a game out um, and people paying money for it and then whinging about it within an hour of getting it, or having it delayed even even if it's by six months or something? Um, and I know people get disappointed when they hear, oh, something's been delayed or cancelled or something, but I just think it would be better to have a candidate for a game of the year. Um, like uh, Borderlands 2, for example, um, I'd waited ages for that. I was so looking forward to it. And from where I stand now, I sort of look at that game and think, I have no desire to ever play it again. <laughs> Because it just didn't, it was too repetitive and it didn't offer too I mean, playing through the storyline once was fine, mm. but by the time you, you go through playthrough two and then you get the DLC, and even with the most recent DLC, before I'd even booted it, I said, oh, I bet the, the first mission is go and find someone and then get, go and get some parts and then come back and then do this. And it's exactly what it was. And I think I played it for forty-five minutes and thought, I don't, I, my heart's not even in it because yeah, it's just it's too predictable, freaking predictable and repetitive. Mm. Um, and I don't know, where's the value? Where's other than other than a monetary value? That's the only thing. Well, you look at SimCity. That was another example of a game that they didn't want to push back, and they so they put it out when it wasn't ready. And but it all got sorted within a week. Yeah, and exactly. People got a free game out of it. I'm sorry, that's 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 not too bad. Yeah, but it potentially bad. Like it's, I mean, any press is good press, right? But Apparently. not. I don't know about that in that case, because I don't know. I, I'm. I think a lot of people who are gamers who are aware of it. And it was in mainstream news as well. It wasn't just in video game news. It was on news.com.au. So, like, people were hearing about how fucked it was. That might have potentially stopped it selling as well as it could have if they'd have just delayed it for fucking two weeks or something. Like, people shrug yeah. off a two-week delay. So. Yeah, I don't know. Food for thought. But then again, I'm not a developer. I'm a consumer. Yeah, so we don't have all the all the <laughs> facts to no. be able to make it an intelligent decision or um, opinion about it, I guess. No, not today anyway. Maybe next episode. Yeah, well, I mean, I suppose we can skip this next thing. Because, <laughs> like, we've talked about this for fucking ages, but, like, we've got written down here about the um, the CEOs of Square Enix and EA both resigned due yeah. to um, sales performing lower than expectations on their games. And Square Enix, for example, I mean, I'm pretty they they were going to have a loss of so, something like 3 billion yen or something, and then they adjusted it to say that they were going to be have like a 13 billion yen loss or something. Oh, oh, really? It was like some crazy difference like that. And so the guy resigned saying it's due to sales performing lower than expectations because they've got games like Tomb Raider, Hitman, Absolution, Sleeping Dogs. Sleeping Dogs was like they picked it up and didn't put it. I don't think they put that much 
support behind it. It was kind of like a little game. They weren't expecting it to sell real well. It was just like, oh, we'll support this. It sold like 1.7 million copies, which is a huge success for them. I bet the the developers of it were like high-fiving over piles of money. Mm. <laughs> and then Tomb Raider and Hitman Absolution sold like 3.5 million units each. And it's like, that's a fucking lot for a game. So... I mean, mm. you might expect more from Tomb Raider because of the, the power of the name and the amount of money they spent on marketing it. And maybe that's where they went wrong, putting too much money into marketing. So, who knows? But, um, yeah, so, the, like, we, like we said, it's a bit, it, how expensive is it really to make a game? Yeah. And, you know, if it's, if it's causing these kind of problems. But anyway... So they quit. Hopefully there's something new going to be happening. Although, I fucking read somewhere that the guy who is um, the acting CEO of EA until they find someone new, he's on a salary of like over a million bucks a year. So they can't, really? be, that, they can't be that fucking hard up, can they? Oh my... That's nice. Yeah, I mean, hey man, do you mind just sitting in that chair... While we find someone else to sit in it, we'll give you a million bucks for if you're there for a year. What is yeah. that like? Uh, a twenty grand a week? Something like that. <laughs> or mind you, the tax on it would be pretty shit. But still, hey EA, if you ever need someone to fill in, please give me a call. And yeah. Man. <laughs> like how hard is it? You just go like do it like gladiator style, thumbs up, thumbs down. Right. <laughs> someone comes in and goes, look, I've got this idea. It's a bit out there. It's Dragon Age 3, right? I know people really loved the first one, Dragon Age Origins, and the second one went okay. We've got some new ideas for this. What do you reckon? And then you hold out your thumb to the side and the rest of the board members around the table are like cheering, going, yeah, and then you just thumbs up and then everyone cheers. Yeah. Like that would work, right? I'd get RSI though. I'd be I'd be giving my thumbs down too much. Oh, just get an app for it then. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yes. Whatever. So, um, well, Supernova. Do you want to talk yep. about Supernova? Because I'm um, like GDC happened, but we'll talk about that next week. Because whatever. If you really, really want to know the news about GDC. You can probably find it somewhere on the internet. Maybe. 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 <laughs> it is the internet after all, you know. Yeah. If you can find your way through all the cat photos and the Harlem shakes. <laughs> and a meme about a cat doing the Harlem shake. <laughs> oh, man. You know what happened to me yesterday? I accidentally fell into a yarn cat. Oh, you um, fell in what? Well... What do you How call- do you accidentally fall into a Nyan cat? Well, I was watching, I was looking at something on YouTube and it came up with recommended video, kids reacting to Nyan cat. And so I was like, all right. And then I was watching it and they're like, what is this? What is crazy? And then I was like, I'm going to watch that video. And then, I don't know, it was nighttime and I was hungry. I don't know where the day went. Damn Damn that pop tart cat. That's that's wow. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> damn fucking YouTube. Jeez. Yeah, so 
Supernova is coming up, and you are going, Susie. I am. I am. In fact, during this recording, uh, the green light came through, so um, I will be going, and highly likely I'll be taking Tim along with me, so if this episode is up before the weekend, and you're in Melbourne or going to the Melbourne Supernova, see if you can find us, and we'll give you a prize, so we'll carry something on us, maybe. Um, A box of homemade cookies. <laughs> Shaped like gun- Gundams. Gundams. Gundam cookies. Gun- or Hello Gundams. Kitty. Opa gun- Gundam style. Oh, don't. Don't even Sorry. go there. Sorry. Ugh. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> so, where can they They can get you guys on Twitter, right? Will yes. you be tweeting? I hope so. You know, I, I could just so. make you an admin of the Draw Bear Gaming Facebook page and then you could just post on there going like, hey, Tim and I are at the thing. Yep. Sweet. I'll do it. Cool. There you go, people. Behind the scenes. It's all happening. It. Although I was disappointed when I was looking at the site that oh, – well, I was really excited to see that in the schedule for Supernova 2013 that there was Gundam building and I thought, oh, that's going to be rad because I'll just stop building at home and go to a convention to build more Gundam or something. But then I saw that it was only in Brisbane. So, I don't know, if you go to the Brisbane one, seriously, it's free. Go and do it. But... um. Why don't you just get some Gundam stuff and then just sit down on the floor at Supernova and just start building it? Yeah, I could do that too. They, I mean, they probably wouldn't kick you out. I think they have tables for like painting. Um, Actually, no, I do vaguely remember seeing that kind of stuff. People sitting at tables painting Warhammer figurines and building crap. Yeah, right. So yeah, there might be a table there. You can just like rock up and just plop down. You'll probably be able to buy Gundams at one of the stalls there because <laughs> they sell fucking everything that's yeah. nerd-related. That would be awesome. No, I'm I'm looking forward to it because I have never actually um, been to a convention of such before. So uh, it's going to be a whole new experience for me. So I reckon it would be pretty cool. But mm-hmm. um, I don't think I'm going to – look at getting uh, a David Hasselhoff photo at all. Um, Poor guy. He was looking forward to meeting you. Was he? Well, maybe he can pay me $50 for a photo. (laughs) (laughs) You can can sing to him. What's that? Oh, man. I was almost going to sing a David Hasselhoff song, but I couldn't remember the lyrics. Something about riding my car. Do, 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 oh. do. You know that song? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, why did he have to do Night Rider? Like, why? It just made him such a household name. Uh, actually, I shouldn't. I shouldn't hate at all. Don't hate the Hoff. <laughs> Don't hate the Hoff. <laughs> I oh, actually he's have. Pretty, come on, guys. He's pretty fucking overrated. I'll take a picture of it the next time I'm at work, but I actually have the David Hasselhoff Super Activity Fun Book, and I used to photocopy it and give it to new starters at work. It's got um, colouring pages. It's got to connect the dots. It's even got a mask, and all it is is just pictures of him with these activities in it, and um, 
Why? I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I thought it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen, this this David Hasselhoff activity book that someone just put together. So I used to freak people out when they started working in the office. Like, here you go. Welcome aboard. And they'd be like, ah, oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> so I might, I might copy a couple of them and take them to Supernova with me. <laughs> See if you can get them signed. Yeah, that's it. I'll, I'll um, that'll be your prize. Well, you the, the Hoff activity book, and you can see if you can get it signed. It's pretty expensive. Yeah, a hundred and ten dollars for a photo, and also getting something autographed. I'm not sure if that's. Man, that's expensive. You know, guys, you could buy a video game and have change. Yeah, this is. You could buy a special but... edition from EB. And have changed. <laughs> yeah, but to be Almost. fair, a Hasselhoff photo lasts forever. The yeah. video game kind of gets boring after a while. You could sell it on eBay. I don't know. The but... game or the thing? <laughs> or the photo. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe we could probably test it actually. Um if I was rich, I would get the photo taken with me and get him to sign it, and then I'd put it on eBay and see if anyone would buy it. I, I don't, don't know. I just don't I'd think that they would. See if I'd get a return on it. No, probably not, and that's probably why you should get a should get a video game because you can at least trade it or sell it on eBay. Mm. I feel like he's living on sort of on a like a sheet of thin ice built of. Uh, of ice-shaped autographs. <laughs> mm, he's a, it's all, well, he's like the most... Like, charging 110 bucks a pop, right? Yeah. And then, like, what does he actually do? Does, like, what does he do to make money apart from promotional fucking tours? Well, isn't he technically, um, retired? Yeah, I suppose. He probably is rich already. He's big in... They love him in Japan and Germany, I think. Actually, what are, recently he was—he said something about uh, something to do with the Berlin Wall. No idea. I don't know. Something like I think in Germany they really love him. So. <laughs> I don't know. He's, he's fucking rich. Why is he charging one hundred and ten bucks for a photo and autograph? Well, this is the thing. He is the headlining. Um, the top dude. Top dude, basically, um, and this is on top of Barbara Eden, who. I bet you he'd like to be on top of Barbara Eden. <laughs> yeah, he probably dreams of Jeannie. Oh, I don't know. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> but even like it, it's, you can meet Rose McGowan and get a photo of with her. Like, I mean, how many how many guys would be lined up to? Just to get a photo with Rose McGowan, there'd be a lot. All of them, except for Tim, if he goes. Well, he'd probably be like, "Yeah, she's all right," um, and then talk about viscosity and substance <laughs> games. I don't know. Oh, I thought He's you were talking about viscosity and substance of her boobs. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably say the combat shit with her boobs as well. I yeah, don't yeah know. they don't handle well. <laughs> Ask her, ask her what she thinks of uh, busts for uh, upcoming zombie games. Anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, totally. 
No bust. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't be lining up either because I don't have the kind of money for that. No, I don't either. But I'm a little bit sad that Margot Kidder is only at Sydney and Perth. So if you're going to Sydney or Perth, then I don't know. Get a picture with her. Like she's probably the only one that I would be, you know, throwing my wallet at. To be honest. Fair enough. A lot of them are pretty exciting. I'd sort of look at the list and sort of go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, not bad, no, but, yeah. Mm. Mm. Oh, well. So if you guys are going, um, follow, check out the Drop Bear Gaming Facebook page. If you haven't li- clicked like on it already, what are you doing? That's go it. click like and keep track because next weekend um, Susie will post on there and say that she's there at Supernova in Melbourne so you can meet her. I would be going to the Gold Coast one, but I probably am not going to because, you know, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But one one thing that we may or may not be going to, hopefully we'll be going to, is PAX in Melbourne, PAX Australia, Mm -hmm. in July 19th to 21st. Um, That's going to be awesome if we do go. I mean, it'll be awesome whether we're there or not. I hate to admit it. But I think the guys there should probably guys and girls will probably enjoy it whether we're there or not. Yeah. But um anyway. Well, we get it next year again. So we get Pax Australia in Melbourne two years in a row. So mm. if we're not there this year, I'm pretty sure we'll be there for next year. And there's always E B Expo as well in Sydney, which I'll most likely be at again. So mm-hmm. that's cool. So if you want to meet us, there is opportunities. I don't know why. You can. We'll let you. I'd like to meet you. Yeah, actually. (laughs) To be fair, me too. I would like to know that there's real people. Um, I've met a couple. I met um, uh, Biggie at the EB Expo last year. Yeah, I remember that because he asked if I was there because someone looked like me. And I said, well, no, I'm in Melbourne. And then I thought, oh, this poor person. He must look like me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, you being, know. Being harsh on yourself. Oh, well. Oh, well. So, I mean, I think that'll do for us. There's only mm-hmm. two of us and we've managed to, to drag this out for a while. It worked out well. Yeah. Good chat. Yeah. Sweet. Bye. See ya. <laughs> no, seriously. Um, Facebook.com slash Gaming. Um, I've been on Twitter a little bit lately, so if you want to follow me, I'm Matt underscore DBG. Is that right? I don't even know my own Twitter thing. What's it your... was a one word. What do you do on Twitters? Well, I'm I'm still Swixie Kate or Siaxie or... Sue. Sue. And yeah. not related to the Sioux Indians, if anyone asks. But spelt the same. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's Matt underscore DBG. There you go. Cool. And Tim, we learned something. Tim is Veronis. Veronis, and Luke doesn't do anything, so don't worry about him. Send him an email, bq410 at dropbeargaming dot com. Send him e- send him an email and be like, "Hey man, how's it going? <coughs> Missed you on the latest podcast. Where were you? <laughs> That'd be awesome. Cool." And, um, you know, you can probably call him names, but don't be too hurtful. You know, he doesn't deserve that. Just like medium hurtfulness. Well, you know, 
Sticks and stones are a no-no, but name-calling, it's okay. Yeah, I mean, emotional scarring, he's pretty old. He yeah, can handle it. he'll be and right. Tim's cool. He's he's away for work, like, legitimately. Not that yeah, Lucas' yeah. work isn't legitimate, but <laughs> Tim, Tim actually flew away from his microphone. And that... He's actually in another state. Yeah. At the moment, the drop bears are in three different states. Believe it. Wow. Out of control. Anyway, sweet. Email us, podcast at dropbeargaming.com. All the things. iTunes, subscribe, comment. Hey, we've got a fucking one-star review on iTunes, by the way. Someone said we're dull and unentertaining. So, yeah, <laughs> I think we've made it. Right? I think that was actually after your EB Expo, and I probably agree. Ah, whatever. Hey, I'm just as far kidding. as I'm concerned, we've made it. We got our review. We made it, guys. Yeah, we made it. So if you want to um, go on there and – oh, sorry. Dull and not in the least entertaining or informative. Hey, I, I time, always... to, time to kick it 94. <laughs> so – Look, I, I'm entertained when I do this, so I, I know that guy's wrong. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, search for Drop Bear Gaming on iTunes and leave us a nice review or a shit one. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> Bye. Ciao.